and thanks for joining me for this episode of Legal Q&A. This is utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station, and I'm your host, Peter Lamont. Well, welcome to another episode. Today we're going to do two questions instead of the typical one, and these are really good questions. The first one deals with an apartment complex. Can they make you pay a fee for a pool or swim club? If you don't swim. And the second question concerns can you be sued if you agree to replace property that you damage? So, both very good questions. We're going to get to both of them in just one minute. But before we do, I want to thank today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by MDSupplies.com. They are the leading medical supply store, they have over 30 thousand products, 62 vendors, and 510 brands. Now, the thing that makes mdsupplies.com unique is that they are a manufacturer direct supply store. This means that the products come directly to you from the manufacturer. They pair manufacturers against each other, and this results in you receiving the lowest prices on the largest variety of medical supplies available. The wonderful thing, too, is that you don't need to necessarily be a hospital or a medical facility. If you're an office, if you are a Boy Scout club, if you are an auto repair shop, anybody who might need medical supplies, all the way from surgical instruments and tools, all the way down to Band-Aids and minor medical supplies, mdsupplies.com has you covered with the lowest prices, and largest variety available. So check them out at mdsupplies.com. Also, please make sure that you have subscribed to utlradio.com's newsletter as well as to the YouTube channel and podcast. Now, the podcast that you're listening to right now is available on iTunes as well as Stitcher and Blog Talk Radio. But what I would suggest you do is that you subscribe to the show on iTunes, and that way you are notified when new episodes are available. Similarly, you want to make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel, it has links, by the way, on utlradio.com to get to everything, has a variety of different content than what we talk about necessarily on the podcast. There's how-tos, there's instructionals, there's uh, a, a great wealth of information there. And if you're looking for DIY business and legal information, you want to make sure you're accessing everything. If you want one place to find it all, then go to utlradio.com. There's a blog, podcast links, there's video links, and a whole host of other information. And make sure that you're telling other people about this because our goal in 2016 is to make utlradio.com known to everybody in every state. Let them know that there is a resource out there to help them when they've got legal or business matters that they need to handle on their own. Please let them know about it. All right, let's jump into the first question. Now, this question is interesting. It comes from an individual who is here in New Jersey. They are leasing an apartment. And as part of the apartment complex, there is a swim club. And when they received their first month's rent request, they were asked to pay for the swim club. And this is an annual thing that comes up. So 
what happens, according to this, is that they had started the lease, I guess, in November of 2015. And when January, so it wasn't their first, first month, but when January 2016 hit, they were assessed this swimming pool fee. And they don't swim. They don't swim. Um, why do they have to pay for it? That's their question, essentially. And do they have to pay for it? Well, here's the interesting point. What do you think? I mean, what do you, it sounds like, well, if you don't use the pool, right, then why would you pay for it? Doesn't that make common sense? Doesn't that sound reasonable? Well, the law is anything but reasonable. And in situations like this, where you're leasing or owning, like it could be a co-op board or a condo board, or, you know, here you're leasing an apartment, what controls is not what you think is reasonable, but the documentation surrounding the lease of your apartment. What I mean by that is if you signed the lease agreement and there was reference to all of the fees and association dues that you'd be responsible for paying, or if this information was contained in some sort of bylaw or other controlling document that you received at the time or prior to signing the lease, then you would have to pay for the fee for the pool. So in other words, what you might see, especially you'll see this in condo boards, uh, co-op boards, you're going to get a set of bylaws. And the bylaws will say that you are responsible for X fees every year. And they could include things that you don't take any um, advantage of. For example, a pool. So the answer to the question is, yes, you've got to pay it if you were made aware of the fact that you would have to pay these dues. Now, let's flip this around for a second. What if you didn't receive any notice? What if this is the first time you've heard of it? You get this bill, and you open it up, and you're like blown away, swimming pool. I I didn't even know we had a swimming pool, and now I've got to pay dues? Well, that's a different story because you've got an argument to make there. If you've never heard of this before and you signed a lease without being told about this, then you've got a leg to stand on and you can go to the board or to the uh, owner of the apartment and you can say, wait, I was never told about this. This was not part of my lease. This is not part of my agreement, whether it's an apartment that you purchased or that you're renting. Then you can go in and fight them on this and maybe you won't have to pay the fees. Now, of course, if you've got somebody that is just completely unreasonable, you could end up finding yourself needing to hire a lawyer or doing this yourself and spending a lot of time and money. And so you've got to always balance, make that business decision. Is it more money and time and effort for me to fight this or do I just pay the $100 fee or whatever it is per year? But I would strongly suggest that you look at your documents first because if there's reference to this fee, then you've got to pay it. But if there's not, and you've never received any information about it, then I think it's time for you to start preparing what you're going to do next. And that could be fighting them on this issue because then you would not necessarily be obligated to pay it. They could make up some story, but you'd still have a good case. You'd still have a good argument to make. Hey, you know, I signed this lease agreement. We had all of the information in front of us. It was all contained in the lease. And this was not mentioned. Therefore, it was not contemplated 
under the contract that I signed with you, and therefore I'm not bound by the terms. That's kind of the reasoning that you'd go by. So check out your documents first. If it's there, then you've got to pay. If it's not there, you've got some some grounds to, to fight them. All right, now I want to take a look at this next question because this one is interesting as well. And it's kind of like a a play on words thing that you've got to figure out. So check out this story. So this one comes from a gentleman who broke up with his girlfriend. And uh, she had taken some things from his house uh, that were his, but he can't prove it. And that's not even the issue. What the issue is, is that, you know, she kept coming back and forth and taking things that weren't hers. And he kept saying, you know, please stop, just go away. And eventually she came back. Um, and they had a little bit of an argument, and he had grabbed her computer, her laptop, that was on the table, and threw it out the window. Um, but what what really happens, he didn't know that he, he threw the laptop out. The laptop was in a bag, which was on the table, and when he grabbed the bag, which contained the laptop, he threw it out the window, it broke. He indicates that he didn't, intend to break the laptop he didn't know he thought it was a bag of like you know non-breakable things maybe some clothes or some shoes and he just wanted her to go she was yelling at him so he threw it out the window unbeknownst to him there was a laptop in it should he have known that the laptop was in it could he have felt the the weight differential who knows i don't know that's not important but what is important is that when he threw it outside the laptop broke She opened the bag, saw the broken laptop, and said, I am going to sue you. You broke my laptop. He said, all right, I'm sorry. I didn't know that the laptop was in there. I wouldn't have thrown that out the window had I known. Let me repair it, or I'll pay for a replacement for you. That sounds pretty reasonable, right? He didn't mean it. He really didn't mean it. He didn't know it was in there. And now that he acknowledges the fact that it's broken and that he broke it, he's willing to pay for it. So his question is this. I've offered to pay. I've offered to replace it. Can she still sue me? What do you think? Well, I bet a lot of you would think to yourselves, you know, no, she can't sue him because he offered to pay. He offered to replace the broken laptop. But play on words wise, right? And this is where we get into the technicality of the law. Yeah, she could sue him, absolutely. She doesn't necessarily need to accept his settlement offer, okay? Does that mean that she's going to have a wonderful case moving forward? No, because he is going to be able to come back and say, wait a minute, I already offered to replace this. What is the point of moving forward with this litigation? And if this went before a judge and he were able to say to the judge, maybe even in an answer to a complaint, Judge, wait a minute, I've already offered to to repair this or to replace it. The judge could just say, let's have a meeting and listen, girl, here's what you're going to do. He broke it. He's going to replace it. Boy, you replace it. We're good to go. That's how it could be. You know, because the courts don't want these cases like this piling up on their docket, making them busy. But at the same time, does she have a legal right to file the case even though he's offered to replace it? Absolutely she does. Whether or not it's going to go far is another story. But you see, the idea here is that simply because you've offered to make good or repair or replace, it doesn't remove her right 
to adjudicate this in a court of law. In other words, to file a lawsuit and say, that son of a gun threw my laptop out the window. He did it on purpose. He broke it. I want a brand new laptop and I want attorney's fees or this or that. Now, she's entitled to do that. Is she going to prevail? Well, clearly she'd prevail in the lawsuit if he said, I didn't do it or I'm not going to pay you. But that's not the case. He said, I'll pay you. I would say uh, that a judge is going to hear that comment about the the guy willing to replace it. And the judge is going to make uh, quick work of this case. And ultimately, he'll make the payment. She'll get a new laptop. She won't come around anymore. And all will be right with his world. But you have to understand the difference between winning a lawsuit and being able to file a lawsuit. They are two different things. You can file a lawsuit as long as you have a good faith basis to bring the claim. And really, a good faith basis is nothing more than your honest belief that you've got a claim. So she honestly believes she's got a claim because that that guy threw out her laptop and broke it. That's a good faith basis. But separate and apart from your ability to file the lawsuit, if you want to win that lawsuit, you've got to be able to prove or establish both liability and damages. He here, you know, I mean, she can prove both. But the point is, is that the guy's already said, I'm willing to pay. So I think that uh, a, a judge would intervene and take take charge of the situation and remedy it quickly. That's going to do it. We got through two questions today. We have so many questions coming in. I figured we would double up today and help lighten the load because I want to make sure that we answer every single question that comes in. And that's my promise to you that every question that is submitted will receive an answer, whether it's on on, on a podcast or whether that answer comes directly to you through a phone call or an email or on social media. But every question that comes in will receive an answer that I guarantee you of. Also, I want to make note of a couple things. Our February newsletter is out. Now, if you've not signed up for the newsletter, go ahead and do so by going to utlradio.com and clicking the sign up for the newsletter link, and then you will automatically be added. Let me tell you about the newsletter real quick. You don't get spammed. You don't get 100 emails a month. You don't get an email a day. You get one newsletter every 30 days, and the newsletter will provide you with featured posts, featured stories, featured videos, as well as exclusive behind-the-scene videos, extended clips, um, you know, hands-on tutorials that you won't see anywhere else, and then some coupon codes and things like that as well if you wanted to pick up a utlradio.com shirt or some other merchandise. But that's all going to be on the newsletter, and this is exclusive content. So unless you sign up for the newsletter, you're not going to be seeing this other stuff. I'll give you an example of what's coming up in next month's newsletter. Now, I know we just started February, and the February newsletter went out. But next month, you're going to get a behind-the-scenes look at an actual telephone negotiation between myself and another attorney. You're not going to see that anywhere else. You're not going to hear and watch and see how it happens. Only if you subscribe to the newsletter. The newsletter is free, but that's part of the perk of being a newsletter subscriber is that you get 
this exclusive content. So make sure that you sign up. I will also be sending out some reminders via our social media channels later today. So look for that there and just click the subscribe button and you enter in your email. You're good to go. All right. Also, don't forget, sign up for the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and then let's interact. Let's engage. Ask questions. Post comments. You will get a response. Just ask the people that you know, uh, our religious followers of the YouTube channel, they'll tell you that they always get a response from everything that they post. And I want to thank them and all of you who are fans or friends of utlradio.com. I want to thank you for the calls that have come in over the last year, um, especially the calls that tell me that you watched something or listened to something and then employed whatever skill or tactic it is that we talked about, and you, on your own, without a lawyer, managed to win your case, to deal with your legal or business situation. There is no reward for me greater than knowing that we're giving information away for people to use. They're taking advantage of it and succeeding. So congratulations on that, and thank you for calling me and telling me, keep those calls coming because they are just as important to me as the questions are. So thank you for that. Don't forget, if you are in the market for medical supplies of any type, check out mdsupplies.com. You can search their 30,121 products, their 62 vendors, or their 510 brands. That's at mdsupplies.com. That's going to do it for me today. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure that you share this podcast, that you share this information, that you share links to the website, that you comment on social media, and let your friends, your family, and colleagues know about utlradio.com, your business success, and legal information station. I'll see you next time. savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.